Hello. Ah, you can hear me. Good. Uh, hello, and welcome to Basement Rebellion. I am your host, Emmanuel, and that's all you need to know about me. Uh, what you need to know about the show is that anything goes. Uh, I like to, uh, I guess let's tell you a little bit about me since we're starting off here. Um, I like Twitter. I like reading books. I like the news. Um, yeah. And, uh, I am a writer slash, uh, journalism enthusiast, uh, in my, uh, in my spare time, uh, I write for my blog, which you can find at hawkpo.com. Anyway, um, let's get into the first, uh, first segment here that I have planned for this evening. Uh, and it's called Twitter First. All right. Um, so what we're going to do is, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at my computer. I'm going to refresh the page. And tackle the first 10 tweets on the air. Right? Excuse my family. We in the basement, y'all. This is is real. Anyway, uh... So I follow this... This, uh... This person. Or this account. This Twitter account. Uh, called... Space porn. Uh, and it's not what you think it is. It's not aliens doing it. Right? What it is, is... It's it's like a Reddit account that became a Twitter account. And they upload photos of outer space. Uh, apparently in various positions. Um, this one says... Stellar explosions in the antenna galaxies. Data from Hubble processed by me. Um... It looks like an alien, like like the alien versus predator alien, like the Sigourney Weaver alien, but it's obviously a galaxy that's pink. I've never seen a pink galaxy before, and I guess that's hot for space. Next. Oh, this guy pisses me off. Apparently, um, uh... Elon Musk, right? You know who Elon Musk is? Elon Musk is the uh, uh, the CEO of uh, SpaceX. Uh, Elon Musk is uh, the owner of Tesla Motors. Uh, he is uh, an epic billionaire that competes with Jeff Bezos to get to space, right? This Twitter account is called... Uh, let me move my mic real quick so it's in a better position. That's better. That's that's epically better. Okay, um, now it's between my two screens. Um, so this Twitter account is called SpaceX Master Race, which is apparently a play on uh, Elon Musk's ab- ambition to take over the world. Um, since this is uh, Twitter first, uh, <laughs> I, I'm obligated to, uh, to tackle this. Um, two trailers in a week. They do know Starship is an option now, right? Uh, and there is a link uh, to, to Reddit, to uh, a Reddit, uh, obviously a Reddit thread. Um, the meme included says, uh, "Can someone please sit Hollywood down and explain to them that we don't use shuttles anymore?" 
Uh, and there's a picture of a Netflix uh, uh, video and or movie that uh, shows a shuttle obviously carrying some sort of rocket or missile, it looks like, huge missile uh, into space. Uh, I don't really know what to make of that, which is one of the reasons why I don't like this Twitter account, because it's typically stupid, just stupid crap, uh, and I don't, I don't know how to take it, man, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what he's getting at, do I follow this person, because I can test, yeah, oh, it's, it's part of the science topic, uh, which is, I do, I do want to keep the science topic, but I don't want to see any more of this SpaceX, this Reddit SpaceX master race crap, it sucks. Uh, next, was that two? Oh, finally, something from Rachel Maddow, uh, from her Maddow blog, uh, I just want to read the headline, because, uh, because this is a, this is a, a journalist who is, uh, a genius, and that would be Rachel Maddow, um, so, uh, apparently there was something previously, uh, that said, Trump-inspired death threats, uh, I read that wrong, um, Here's a tweet in its full, in its full effect. Uh, previously, Trump-inspired death threats are terrorizing election workers. Um, you can stop. You can. You, I can stop right there, and I know exactly what I think. Uh, okay, I can assume that uh, the election workers were terrorized at their, excuse me, at their were at their job. Well, during the vote. Multiple people, multiple uh, characters harassed uh, election workers. It was, um, well, by election workers we mean uh, the, the those who volunteered their time at uh, polling places, uh, and the people who uh, the people who wanted uh, the so the, the, the people who wanted. Um, it kind of, it's kind of black and white. I mean, if, if the people who wanted Trump to win, uh, showed up more often than not, more, more often than others, uh, with other interests, uh, to, to terrorize, uh, these poll workers, uh, these election, these voting, uh, election, these election workers as, I don't know why I'm breaking down that word further or, uh, the term further. Um, there's a bit from the Reuters article, uh, in the tweet, uh, and, a <clears throat> uh, the, the quote from the article is, you and your family will be killed very slowly, which is a quote from Trump's, Trump's false voter fraud, uh, okay, that's just, there's no source to that, uh, quote, um, Trump's false voter fraud claims sparked a campaign to terrorize election officials and workers, etc., etc., um, that's about as much as I can tackle that. I think I confuse the hell out of anyone listening, uh, just to, just to stop at a tweet. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, here's a tweet from the topic of the NFL, uh, Sayer Bettinger. I don't know how to say that. I don't think I know who this person is, but we're all on pins and needles waiting to find out what Houston got in return for Bradley Roby. Um, I don't know who Brad Bradley Roby is. Um... Obviously, he got traded by Houston, and uh, I'm a huge football fan. Uh, anytime a football tweet comes up, I hope I do it justice. Um, excuse me, but I'm going to keep this segment uh, for future shows. 
Uh, I do like it, and I do like involving Twitter in a podcast, and I think that's just a creative thing to do that. I don't know if many other people are doing, but I definitely want to see that happen more. And I live in Colorado. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. I won't tell you exactly where, but um, I am a Broncos fan. And this next tweet is all about that. Uh, It is uh, on the topic of Colorado. Uh, I think that's about five tweets so far. Uh, all I want to see, the tweet says, all I want to see, all I want, all I want is to see Von Miller and Bradley Chubb on the field at the same time. Why is that always in jeopardy? I don't know. I haven't been paying attention and I, I, I feel a little ashamed that I haven't been paying attention that I didn't get to see Von Miller in the, uh, in the preseason. And I can't wait to see what, uh, he, he does on the field, uh, uh, in the in the regular season so uh i mean yeah uh best best uh i hope they do uh, i hope i hope, hope miller does well uh, on the field um and this is one of my favorite stories i mean um you don't have to be a homosexual uh to be happy for um pete and chasen Buttigieg, who have adopted twins and are starting to take care of children as a gay male couple. So they are two fathers. Uh, one of them you know very well as Pete Buttigieg, who is the uh, transportation um, secretary for Joe Biden, President Joe Biden. Uh, and uh, Chasen is his partner. I don't know if they're married or not, but they definitely... No, I think they're married. Anyway... Um, much congrats to them, and uh, this is uh, George Takei, another, uh, he's a very funny man, uh, uh, but he is also part of the uh, LGBTQ community as a gay man. Uh, he's, his, tweet, his tweet is, what is wrong with them? And uh, apparently the article he uh, uses, he tweets, uh, says, conservatives outraged Pete and Chasen Buttigieg adopted twins. Okay, that's, that's an obvious no go like I don't I don't want to give the article any breathing room and I definitely don't want to give uh, cons- any conservative any, any type of conservatism outraged at the fact that people have become parents um, any space uh, to breathe on my show and I'm glad it hasn't come up yet but uh, there's an there's a abortion issue happening in Texas uh, and it's 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 dividing a hell of a lot of the country, uh, except the fact, except for the fact that it's only Texas that is kind of seceding politically and legally, uh, not 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 exactly uh, officially, but from uh, seceding from the rest of the country uh, with their crazy ass politics, with their crazy ass law, uh, writing uh, catastrophes. Like the uh, complicated voting system and the abortion, the complicated abortion problem that they're having out in uh, Texas, namely Governor Greg Abbott. So um, back to football, apparently, I think that's where we're going to leave it on Twitter First, uh, the, the segment should be <laughs> wrapping up here <laughs> pretty soon. Uh, and here's here's a tweet from George Stoya III, uh, who says, 
We're tired of Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady holding up the trophy, uh, Melvin Gordon says. Hashtag Broncos. Well, I don't know. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes were to play for the Broncos, we'd be happy. If Tom Brady were to play for the Broncos, we'd be happy. We'd want them to hold up the trophy. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with the players individually, the quarterbacks mentioned individually, uh, holding up a trophy. However, uh, I think we're sick of other teams holding up that trophy. Uh, just to bring that back to a little, a, a much more basic level of football. Um, we'll leave it uh, there for that segment. And um, yeah, that's a good, it's a good timestamp too. We'll be right back. Hello, welcome back to Basement Rebellion. Uh, I love that name. Um, and uh, it's time for my one of my favorite segments, uh, which could go anyway. And the question is very simple. It's what's on my mind? So um, what's on my mind uh, right now is... Whew, uh, it's... And I want to, I want to save this for the next segment, which is what am I drinking? But I have to say it now, uh, I'm drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade and I don't typically drink a Mike's Hard Lemonade. I don't, you know why I don't drink Mike's Hard Lemonade? Because I have a brother named Michael and he's my older brother. And, uh, this one hurts a little, a little more because it's Mike's Harder lemonade uh i'm an african-american and i have a very african-american cultural background therefore uh in hip-hop if you were to say that someone is harder than another person it is simply a disrespectful claim um so mike's uh, mike's stronger <laughs> mike's older but mike's not harder <laughs> mike mike is epic he's cool he's clean he's fresh cut you know he's uh Dating more women than I am, finally. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, he's, he's dating for a longer period of time than I would have dated. Uh, any, any, any. Uh, let's not go there. Um, so, uh, what's on my mind? Uh, I am drinking a Mike's Harder Lemonade. It's a uh, black cherry uh, flavor. It's kind of good. Uh, it does as a as a drink. It is, you know, it's 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 savory. Uh, it does not taste bad. Uh, it's about 8% alcohol. And that is important to a guy like me because, uh, when I look at my liquor bottles, I judge them by how much alcohol is in there. Uh, I don't judge my beer the same way. If it, if I'm drinking a beer, I don't care how much alcohol is in it. As long as it's not non-alcoholic beer. Excuse me. While we're on the subject, uh, I drink Budweiser. That's my go-to. Uh, my primary go-to isn't Budweiser, though. My primary go-to is Heineken. Uh, but my first beer was Sam Adams. I've drank I've drunk a lot of beer actually, uh, and I have my fair. I have my. I have the. I mean, the world is my oyster or clam or oyster. Uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes to beer, I, I could. I could drink any beer, IPA, Pilsner. I mean, I'm not afraid or uh inexperienced or um 
Well, there have there are of course beers out there I haven't tried. There are wines I haven't tried. I drink, um, as far as taste goes, in the alcoholic beverage aisle, uh, or at least at the alcoholic beverage store. I can drink beer, wine, liquor. Um, the whole wine cooler section, and the whole Mike's Hard Lemonade, and the whole that typically is insulting to me. Like I don't, I don't typically drink, uh, you know, fringe alcoholic beverages. I'd rather have uh, beer, alcohol, or wine. Um, I mean, because those have more of a brand like appearance on the social not the social stage but the historical stage you know what i mean should i delve into that deeper i mean there's a history behind wine one um this is where you get the term in vino veritas which is latin for in wine there is truth um in liquor you get uh terms like uh where's my brandy or where's my bourbon or um i mean and if we're not talking about parents who are uh, mean to their children. <laughs> um, we're talking about, um, I don't know, how do I stick up for liquor? I mean, uh, tequila, tequila. Uh, um, how do I stick up for liquor even more? Um, I mean, vodka. Like, if I, if I, if I don't stick up for vodka, I won't stick up for any other liquor. I really won't. I mean, Rum is good, but vodka is thinner. Vodka is cleaner. Uh, vodka is uh, tastier. Uh, vodka is uh, stronger than uh, I, th- I think. Uh, I forgot what the other liquor was. Um, and <laughs> uh, uh, but vodka is not as strong as tequila or gin. Uh, depends on the gin and then the tequila that you uh, are mixing with. And we just totally got into alcohols um but um i think i've explained wine no i haven't explained wine enough um i prefer red wine i do not like white wine because white wine to me is a celebratory occasional drink you celebrate a wedding you celebrate a win you celebrate um well you don't celebrate a win with it with like (laughs) well champagne yeah but like not like a a white wine. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have a beer, or you know, like, yeah, I'd rather have a beer after a sell, after a sell, after a win. Um, anyway, wine. Why red wine? Because it looks like blood, and I'm I'm, not, I'm like a I'm almost a vampire that way. You know, I'm not afraid of blood. I think it's hardcore. <laughs> I think it's I think it's awesome. Uh, and I listen to rock and roll, so I when I say hardcore, I mean banging your eardrums like <laughs> that's what I'm that's that's the quote of the show banging your eardrums um and I do mean with a drumstick uh, <laughs> uh, let me take a swig of that Mike's Harder lemonade which isn't lemonade at all it's black cherry something and uh I suppose since I'm mixing them all together now, we'll just put all the rest of put the rest of the segments together. And um, what is really on my mind uh, is that abortion law, which is uh, going to tear apart um, a lot of uh, 
well, it's 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 going to hurt women, and at at a time when uh, Afghanistan is seeing so much uh, oppression uh, on women's choices, uh, activities, uh, appearance, uh, where the Taliban is making uh, rudimentary, um, archaic, barbarian choices about a woman's uh, presence, mere presence. It is not the time to uh, take away a woman's right to, cho- to choose whether or not she should have an abortion at any time she feels she needs to have an abortion. One, it is her choice. It is her body that baby's growing in there. Um, two, if there's not a father to help make that choice, I don't see uh, a reason she shouldn't be solely trusted to make that choice because that life is hers, hers to give and hers to take. No one else's. Anyway, um, I just want to—I just want the assault on women to stop, uh, wherever it, it is. Um, I love my family, and we are women—women uh, strong. We are—we we are a strong woman family. That's just the way it is. And um, anytime I see my sisters hurt, crying, uh, even in an argument, it. It tears me up. Um, so, um, that's what's really on my mind, um, is my sisters, uh, out there, not just my, my sister, my blood sisters, but women at large, there is a great feminine, the mother earth, etc., etc., and she needs to be protected. Anyway, let's wrap up the show. I want to wrap up the show, uh, at this last segment, which I call off the dome musical suggestions right you can't make this shit up um i, w- I wasn't gonna curse or swear but I, I said ass and shit and i said it again um anyway uh so i'll just i'll just you know I'll make it a little more uh curse word friendly in the settings uh anyway off the dome musical suggestions uh what comes to mind first is Avenged Sevenfold. I mentioned rock and roll a little bit earlier, and I want to uh, suggest that you listen to uh, Buried Alive. That's a song, um, not an album, uh, to be specific. Um, yeah, uh, I don't recommend uh, an entire uh, Avenged Sevenfold album, but I do recommend uh, the song Buried Alive. Uh, it starts off sweet and it ends magnificently for a rock and roll song at that um what other off the dome musical suggestions do i have like i didn't listen to drake's new album uh um which is three letters and i, I don't even remember what it's called right now I, i'm usually <laughs> i usually surprise myself with how uh, much rap i know but right now I'm not doing that <laughs> to my in my own like you know. Anyway, um, I've actually been more concerned about Donda because apparently it dropped like and it was all this. So he was at a col- like he was at an arena first, and then like a coliseum or some shit. Like he was like, dude, Kanye, what is Kanye's problem? What is he doing? Right, that obsession leads him to more fans. Which is weird because everybody's trying to figure out what's going on with him. 
And like, if you look back at his history and you realize that this is a Jay-Z project, really. Um, so, I mean, it's like, you know how Linkin Park was a project when they first got started? And if you didn't know that, Linkin Park was a project put together kind of like by uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, at least Warner Brothers uh, signed them or whatever the fuck it was uh, when they put their talents together. And they, and they, uh, they, uh, in somewhere in like somewhere around Seattle or some shit like that, Lincoln Park, uh, started making music and they found their groove, right? So the experiment with Jay-Z and, uh, and Kanye West is more like, uh, Kanye West made beats for giant, for Jay, made, made beats for a lot of people and Jay-Z, uh, gave him his big break. Uh, in the in the in, in, behind the microphone, so it's been an experiment. Uh, it's been an investment uh, by so Kanye West is a Jay Z investment, right? As that sits, I mean, I just made Jay Z look more like a not look, but I mean, like that's the history. You know, Jay Z is a businessman in that regard, if no other. So. Uh, by the way, if you want to listen to a good Jay-Z song, might I suggest uh, God, two songs come to mind. Venus versus Mars off of the Blueprint 3 album or Lucifer off the Black album because Lucifer, son of the morning, I'm going to chase you. <laughs> oh my God. Like that. Uh, this morning, I, I heard that song and it made my day so much better. I don't know how it, I, don't, I know how it did it. it. I don't, okay, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how, but my day was better after that song. And then, um, Venus versus Mars just has the best, uh, rhythm. Um, my mom, may she, may she rest in peace, uh, would always say, uh, that she didn't listen to rap for, uh, the lyrics. She listened to it for the beat, for the rhythm, for the, uh, instrumentation, as it were, and Venus versus Mars is one of those songs. But Donda, dude, <laughs> I haven't listened to it fully, but that's gonna be an epic like listen. And I don't know where I'm gonna have, find the time to maybe after the show, but I don't know where I'm gonna find the time to sit and listen to Donda. Everyone's saying it's a melancholic or like a, a hand in the pants kind of not hand in the front of the pants more like hand in the back of the pants like I, I don't know where his hand is but I know that it's on the mic and I know that it's a new album by Kanye West and I want to hear it right before everyone tells me that he's just sitting there doing nothing on the entire album like what the f what the f what is what is that what kind of opinion is that I'm sure he's not sitting there during the entire album moping. That's not an album. Kanye wouldn't do that. And if he did, it probably sounds pretty legit. It probably sounds pretty epic. And I, I can't say go ahead and go out and listen to Donda. I'm saying maybe give Donda a shot. You know what I'm saying? I, but I haven't listened to Donda all the way through. Some of you are like, yeah, that's why you're saying that. And I'm, I agree. But um, anyway, uh, that's going to do it for the show today. Uh, Basement Rebellion. Uh, 
I'll, I'll borrow from Lincoln Park. Uh, Basement Rebellion, coming at you from every side. Peace.